Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we're so excited today to be talking about the latest group of Haley Dean mysteries. And I'm Rachel and Lisa's here. Hi, guys. Yes. So this was a pretty strong grouping. We're going to talk a little bit more about it. And I, I was a little bit anxious, I guess, coming into this because I actually wasn't a big fan of the grouping last year. I just I thought the whole uh, Chad Lowe plot was really disappointing because I don't know it was just so predictable and it was so obvious and it was supposed to like have all of this emotional resonance because it was supposed to be her you know dealing with her fiance and everything and so the fact that it was just I don't know I was just not a big fan <laughs> and so I was going into this being like oh this is my least favorite of these mysteries you know shows but i have to say i was really impressed i think i definitely upped the writing and particularly we'll talk about it the third episode i was like oh <laughs> and it really surprised me uh but i don't know what were your thoughts going into this i loved it um i will say that the last series that they did where they did a three movie you know series yeah, it was a little predictable, and I thought that can't. And that can't, I kept thinking they're going to pull something out at the eleventh hour because it can't be Chad Lowe. That would be too easy. And then it turned yeah. out it was Chad. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it doesn't be Chad Lowe. And I was just like, okay, but I enjoyed the tie-in across the three movies itself. Just the general idea because it was fun to be like, okay, next week we did another one. <gasps> oh, and then the finale. You know, I thought that was, and I, I did. Yeah. Um, so I like that part of it, and I did enjoy the um, the closure side of the, you know, the fiance's death and that kind of thing. I, I did enjoy that. But for these, I will say that overall, I really liked these. I really liked how they tied them in, not with a continuating story over three series, like three episodes, but just one underlying thread, you know, that kept them all together. Yeah, I thought, that was, I thought that was pretty clever, and I had a really good time with these. Yeah, I thought that they were really well done. I thought they were really well obfuscated, and I thought that uh, that the characters it made sense. And I was definitely uh, invested. I was invested in Fincher. He was sort of more of a bigger character. The yes. three, and I really enjoyed their dynamic together. And I guess all Hallmark movies for the most part are predictable. So it wasn't that it was predictable. It was just, they were asking me to care so much, you know, about this, this, this big thing, you know, and, and it was just like, Oh, like don't ask <laughs> me to care if it's going to be <laughs> obvious and stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was kind of how I felt, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, so this one I thought was just, they were just better. I thought they were yeah. better in my opinion. Right. So this is very exciting. So the first one it was called Haley Dean Death on Duty. And the little summary that they have is Haley aids Garland in, that's Fincher, in investigating the murder of his former Marine friend. With a growing list of suspects who each seem to have strong motives, Haley uses her investigative skills as well as her uncanny ability to read people to read and follow the clues that will lead them to the killer. And 
when the body of a female Marine shows up in the same park where Fincher's buddy was found, the case takes a whole new turn as Haley uncovers a conspiracy that puts her own life in danger as she pursues justice for the victims. Now, one of the things that's really ridiculous in this series <laughs> is that is that she is supposedly a working functioning therapist the whole time that she's doing all of this it's, it's ridiculous i mean are we supposed to believe that she's not compensated in any way by right. the police department for her efforts right and the fact that she's hardly ever in her office yeah. actually providing therapy yeah a like she's a co-worker that has the, the practice with her. She's like, yeah. to do it all. <laughs> the only thing that she does in her uh, office is uh, about decorating. Yeah. <laughs> like, decorating. There's a chair or something that needs to be fixed. It's crazy. <laughs> I yeah. mean, she would need to be compensated for, for all of this time and effort that she's putting in. Right. Like, that's it's 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 ridiculous but but i you know just like all of these i take it with a grain of salt yeah i mean of course you know a baker is not going to really be solving crimes yeah. i mean no offense to bakers out there that are solving crimes i just don't know yeah. about you yet like um, i think the thing about this though is that if they did compensate her and she was actually a therapist for you know like a interrogator therapist whatever like they have people like that that work like you wouldn't even need to have that suspension of disbelief, right? Like it's so <laughs> close to being like, right. yes, that's completely valid. And so <laughs> just kind of like, okay, I don't know. It's it's funny, but it's not a big deal. It was just kind of making me laugh. Like, <laughs> what is she doing? And but uh, but yeah, this one, the whole premise of this one, with uh, kind of going back to Fincher's. Uh, time in the military i thought that worked really well i did too because I, that's the first time we find out that he was in the military no maybe i yeah. just wasn't paying attention and i thought that's interesting i really like that um background aspect yeah. of him and and i i liked hearing more about him i'm i mean you know i i guess the former fiance's brother that used to be on the police force um he wasn't in any of these this time around maybe he's done with the series um you know mm -hmm. how i'm talking about yeah, yeah. but i'm glad oh. i'm glad i i like fincher i, I like their, i like their their chemistry together him and kelly i uh, love that they kelly and, turn. yeah i love that they brought him up and i love that they gave him actual active storylines not mm -hmm. just supporting and not just getting burritos. Moving, yeah, moving from one scene to another, like helping that scene along. I thought I liked that they actually gave him real storyline in it. I was I was very much in on that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he said in the interview I did with him that's on the podcast from this week, uh, he said that he really enjoyed it as well because he has you know great respect for the military and so it was a really you could tell he was like really trying hard to yeah. portray that 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 relationship and that dynamic well especially like at the end when he gets pretty emotional i thought that yeah. really worked well yes so uh yeah so we, we i always divide this into 
I, whenever whenever we tackle the mysteries, I do, I always divide them into the murderer, the victims, the the family fun I call it, <laughs> side side plots, side things, and then the red herrings is the majority, of course. And so the family fun in this one was was pretty great. It was yes. pretty hilarious. Yes. <laughs> With Jonas being asked to pose for the doctor's calendar. I loved uh, it. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> I love that he was all yeah. concerned, like, I don't know. I mean, do I really? And I'm like, dude, have you looked at yourself? Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Jonas is dreamy. So I'm like, yeah, you'll be all right. Just yeah. smile. But like, that was very sweet, he... though. I'm sorry. That was really sweet, though, <laughs> when she was like, "Just think of me," and he's like, "Oh," and then he puts on this big smile, and you're like, "Yeah, oh, it, y'all are so cute." Yeah. It was really cute, and and the fact that he got put on the cover was hilarious. Yeah. Although I think that if you, I guess it was it Dashing Doctors, that the name, something like that. I think it was something like that. Yeah, but I would think you'd want him to be in like a a a a, a doctor's. A lab coat, like, oh, like a lab, yeah. yeah. I'd be like a hot doctor. <laughs> I just that. I mean, okay. I'm sorry, Hallmark. You know, I love you, obviously, because I'm here at 11 o'clock on a Monday night talking about your movies. <laughs> right. But that layout for that calendar, I was just like, mm, yeah. I could have you know, just a touch more design on that, but yeah. <laughs> It was pretty funny. I was yeah. just like, okay, good. Um, we're getting closer and closer to our fireman calendar. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> um, but that was fun. And then the other thing they had was the, uh, they both said, I love you for the first time, <gasps> which was super cute. Yeah. You know, it's funny with these, um, you know, part of the fun of the mystery is that you don't have to worry so much about the romantic side of it. I mean, it's always a nice little addition you know, but it's not mm -hmm. the main focus, obviously. But you know, a little, a little tease here and there is fun. Um, but that was like, I just, I guess I didn't realize I hadn't said it yet. And so when it happened, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, I might be like super into this relationship, even though this is a murdery story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was a fun little romantic kind of plot because i mean in some of obviously grouchy mysteries she's married so it's like right. different but uh yeah i think uh, they have good chemistry and so it was a nice sort of breather from the the yeah because then the other ones what is it um the just baked or whatever i'm mm -hmm. team norman i'm team dentist and oh. <laughs> i know yeah she's always trying to go out with what is his name mike and i'm like Go with the dentist, dude. Mm -hmm. So okay, the cool. victim is his, to start, is his Marine friend, Kurt. Yes. And uh, so that's obviously pretty devastating. And this was somebody, I think, who basically like saved him at one point. Uh, and as a, in, the, in the military, as a Marine. And so he's very, very upset. And I kind of liked the fact that in this one, Fincher is sort of forced to also be an amateur sleuth right. because he can't, he can't investigate the way he wants because of the military has to do the investigation. Right. Yeah. And that, so that was kind of fun. And the first immediate suspect, first red herring is 
Kurt's wife, Kayla, because mm-hmm. they they paint a pretty convincing case that he's having and Kurt was having an affair and that she was really upset about it. Right. And uh, they they even have a scene where where Kelly or Haley <laughs> Haley is going up to Kayla's house and this man like attacks her at the house. Yeah. So you're like, what's going on here? And <laughs> uh, there's also this woman named Alicia Greystone who is uh, running this sort of MRE uh, m- military food thing. And uh, I guess Kurt was kind of in charge of uh, charge of getting some of those deals and purchasing and, and contracts or something like that. Yeah, I think he was trying, I think he was in charge of um, making sure that everything was on the up and up, like doing um, checks to make sure that it was all like being done clean and proper or whatever. And then I think he found mistakes that they made. Yeah, yeah. And that's when also... Infections, they, that's the word I was looking for. Sorry, he was like... Oh, you're right, right. Infections. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, they get a they get a letter in the mail that says you'll all pay for what you've done. So dramatic. which was pretty, <laughs> pretty yeah. good, pretty good. And uh, and uh, there's also the beginning of this whole plot with Paulina, who is played by Lauren Holly. And when I first saw this, I was like, oh, this Chad Lowe all over again. I was so sure. And I was like, ugh. Right. And <laughs> I was really annoyed. And <laughs> so I, I I had a hard time sort of investing in her story as much as once I learned that I was wrong. Uh, we'll talk about that in the third one. But anyway, she's really upset because this client of her hers that... She had she prosecuted, I guess not a client, but she had prosecuted this man who was just this terrible man, and he ended up she ended up going for manslaughter instead of first degree and murder, and he he's about to get up for parole, and she's very upset about it. This this sister in law, because the guy killed his wife, the sister in law is super angry about it, and so that kind of starts here, and she wants Haley to go and work for the district attorney's office and help. And she, uh, and it was kind of funny to me when Haley says that her, her life is way more calm as a therapist. I'm thinking, really? You're like held up for gunpoint all the time. Like what? I'm like, honey, you're always like getting caught with like the actual murderer. Yeah. In some weird, how are you calm? We're always in the police station. (laughs) And that was funny to me. And I'm like, I think, I feel like Haley at this point should own a firearm. Like, doesn't she know? I think in the past, like in the couple of movies, she's like grabbed her gun to like go yeah. meet people. And I'm like, ooh, good for you, girl. Yes, that's good. She definitely needs it. It's pretty funny. And uh, then there's this other, uh, there's this other man who uh, is also involved in that, that Kurt was also inspecting uh, his stuff. Right. And we meet, I forget his name. He was uh, the kitchen sink guy. That's what I called him. Okay. Because he would like <laughs> take kitchens and ship them off everywhere. Which I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he 
like threatens them and he's very he's pretty suspect but then they go back to kayla being the biggest suspect because she ended up getting in this fight with this woman uh named cheryl who she thought was the one that they uh that he was cheating on on her with and so yeah it's it's very it's this it's this very uh tangled web and there's this other guy named martin who hated kurt and he he said that uh uh he he he's the one who ended up pushing Haley, and he says that you know that he's fine with the fact that kurt is dead like he feels yeah. doesn't feel bad about that at all and uh so you got quite a few of these suspects and uh yeah i think the uh uh, the the inspection the the inspector guy the, the 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 other angry guy was named Sam I think what's his name I think but I don't know I, I usually so. I'm just like I <laughs> I'm usually just like the wife the angry one yeah I was like <laughs> the kitchen movies. guy yeah, the, yeah. yeah that's what it comes down to yeah other woman named Cheryl who had been in the fight with Kayla she ends up coming up dead also in the same park of that Kurt was founded. Right. And so it's all very, very suspect, of course, and terrible. <laughs> and uh, then you have uh, Haley notices a to be destroyed on the crate of Sam's uh, Sam's kitchen supplies. Yeah, kitchen supply. <laughs> warehouse. His warehouse. Yes. She noticed that. And uh, and then uh, the, uh, and then we get this very tense scene between uh, the. It starts out with this guy. I think it's Sam. I think, but anyway, holds uh, holds her up because he's angry that. Uh, uh, and then this lieutenant who had taken over the case. And we thought was the the good guy. Oh, big surprise. He was actually the bad guy. And he has been doing this all because he was making tons of profit off of these contracts. And and because what was actually in the crates was tons of guns. Yeah. <laughs> big guns yeah. guy. And he says, uh, we both know I'm going to I'm going to kill you. And so it's pretty, pretty tense. And and then like I said, there's the scene between Fincher and this lieutenant guy that was pretty intense. That he's like, I, I, how dare you know? How dare you do what you did to my friend who supported me in the war? And that was pretty. I thought that Viv did a pretty good job in that scene. Yeah, yeah, that was um, that was a really really tense moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and you kind of knew. I mean, it's Hallmark, so you know that he's not going to go all the way over the edge, but he really did really well. I mean, I was just, I was glued to my screen, to be honest with you. I mm -hmm. felt a lot in that moment and I thought it was an incredible scene. Yeah. So he ends up, the Lieutenant ends up being the, the murderer and we had two victims, Kurt and Cheryl. Do you right. think that this one was a little bit more violent than some of the other series? I, I do, but I, I think in general, this show is a little darker in tone mm -hmm. just in general um 
And so with this one, it was, you know, guns and murder and possible affairs and like mm-hmm. smuggling stuff. I was just like, dang. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, and they showed quite a few pictures of Cheryl's body with the yeah. bruises and the, the other things like that. So it was pretty, yeah. uh, pretty graphic. So I, I, uh, I wouldn't recommend this one to Emma, our friend. <laughs> it's no. like scary stories. No. so yeah so this one was my least favorite of the three but i did enjoy it yes uh they just kept getting better to me but i did enjoy it i have it at number 16 in my ranking so pretty good how many Uh, um i would give it hmm, (gasps) 3.75 that's what i gave it (laughs) nice (laughs) we have so far watched 34 hallmark movies this year which is amazing but i this is my second favorite oh wow your second favorite of the whole year no of the um of the oh of of these okay right so yeah so this is my least favorite of the three but i did enjoy it so there we go yeah i have it i have the second morning show mysteries at 15 and I have Love Under the Rainbow at 17. So gotcha. there we go. Uh, okay. So then the next one is Haley Dean, A Prescription for Murder. And this is our little plot is uh, Haley aids Garland in investigating a rapidly growing string of murders at Atlanta Memorial Hospital. When, when his girlfriend, Dr. Megan Phillips, is named a suspect in the first killing uh, as... As the list of suspects grows with each new victim's death, Haley's keen investigative skills, her uncanny ability to read people, and her passion for justice lead her through a labyrinth of clues that eventually point to the killer. But when she gets too close to the truth, Haley becomes the killer's next target for murder. So... (laughs) uh, These these are really bad summaries, but but anyway. um, So yeah, so this one, it's I thought this one was very well done and I was sure this one was going to be my favorite because I thought that it did a really good job obfuscating because, because the, because it was this poison in the hospital, it was really, I thought it was really hard to tell like who did it. There were so many possible suspects, so many like doctors and so many different things. And so I don't know. I, I kind of, I liked that. And I love Gabrielle Miller. And I thought she was so fun. She was so like, okay. Hey, yes. <laughs> she to me. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that I kind of figured out really early, early. on that it was going to be her. And that okay. she was dating. I mean, I'm always in for Cameron Bancroft. There it is. Doesn't yeah. matter. I'm, <laughs> I'm in if he's in the movie and I kind of figured, I was like, okay, they're probably dating and then she's probably going to get jealous. I was like, yeah. So I yeah. kind of figured that out, but she was so menacing. Yeah. She was and great. frightening. <laughs> I ate all of it up. I was like, this is the villain I've been waiting for. She was so amazing. And yeah. so in terms of villains, Throughout this three series, she's by far my favorite yeah. because she just like, brought it. She, was she okay. should be in every Hallmark movie because, I mean, <laughs> if she can make this mystery and make Wedding March 3 watchable, she's 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 great. Yes. And 
<laughs> Plus, she's in Trading Christmas, my favorite. Uh, but yeah, she was so good. And I guess I was pretty swayed by the Angel of Death thing. Really? That, yeah. yeah, I really was. I thought uh, I could see it being maybe not this particular guy, but I don't know. I was like, oh, okay, I can see where this is going. And then it surprised me uh, when, I mean, I, I kind of wondered about her character because she definitely seemed like, but yeah. I thought, well, is she just covering up for this guy that she's dating? Because we thought it they were trying to sell it as she's dating the, the nurse right. guy. And like if I was dating somebody that had done something like that, I'd probably be a little bit shady. <laughs> I'd probably be a little yeah. uh but I don't know. It really I thought was pretty clever. And uh yeah, and then they had this like kind of shady doctor, Dr. Chang who was not helpful at all. But he had zero time for anything. He was like, uh, and they died. <laughs> and I have to get back to work. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. I mean, wow. they, they kind of just drop him. They don't really. Uh, yeah. And then they, yeah, there were a lot of, in that sense, the writing maybe wasn't perfect in this, that sense that there was a lot of really shady stuff happening on that hospital <laughs> that they just kind of like, oh, once we knew they weren't the murderer, we're just we're just yeah. dropping them. Because you also have so you have Dr. Chang who was terrible. You have the pharmacist who was like kind of shady. Yeah. It was like, what's this woman doing? She loses her key card. She doesn't tell anybody. So she should be in jail probably. I mean that's gotta be a, a punishable crime. Like that's not okay. And then yeah, you have Cameron Bancroft, who's immediately suspect because he is the bad man of business, who, right. you know, is the head of the CEO or whatever. Yes. And he got the position because of the first person who was killed. So that's shady. Because uh, the, she was the head of, head of the hospital, was the first person. Right. And so there was that. There's Gabriel Miller. There's uh, this woman named who ends up being what the alcoholic yeah there's this woman named lisa played by jo joanne newmarch from one calls the heart she uh that was kind of i thought it was good like she did a really good job acting it but i'm like whoa <laughs> this yeah. is a big deal like this, this would be not just like a little thing like it would be a big problem if she was uh if she was a, an addict on the job Right. It's a problem. Uh, and they find her at the 12-step uh, meeting. And she had the passcode, I guess. It was a little... She had the key code or from the pharmacist. And so there were some problems going on there. And and then uh, the this, this guy, Brian, who we think is the boyfriend of Gabriel Miller's character... And he is basically this angel of death. You find out from the, you find out that he at a previous hospital had felt like this woman was in so much pain and he, he killed her, <laughs> but he felt like it was the right thing to do. And right. so of course, like he's going to be a huge suspect for these three new killings i mean i was kind of surprised that they went to three victims that's pretty that's a lot yeah yeah like i mean 
you know, and, and they lead, they lead you down that road because at the beginning they, they mention it. Well, how long have you worked here? Oh, just a couple of months. Where'd you come from? Well, I just, it was my time. It was time for me to try something else. And you're, it was, which was a little sketch for him to say that. And then you find out, yeah, he left his job because he murdered a dude, like he murdered somebody. And now he works here. Like it was all very, very suspect, but yeah, it was. I thought they did a really good job with that that was that was very good and then you also have megan who is accused at first because right. at first they they she's on on duty so she's one of she's one of the suspects but then they find the third murder they find the dioxin which it was really funny if you listen to the interview from viv he said that they had the toughest time saying that dioxin i guess <laughs> they were just like it was a struggle <laughs> but anyway uh, he, her fingerprints were on it and she's like of course my fingerprints were on it i was you know working the whole day you know i i was the one who found it i didn't know what it was but uh anyway so she ends up getting under suspicion again and of course that's really difficult for fincher because it's his girlfriend which so. i'm sorry but it confused me i was very lost of who she was for longer than i care to admit because i didn't realize that they changed actresses so yeah because I, I, I thought no this is no it's her and i was like wait a minute no and i just couldn't wrap my brain around i was like wait a minute because it had been a while and i was like oh no it's not yeah I that was a bad on my part, but um, and then I, I here's why I got frustrated was you know, it's not going to be her, you know, that they're not going to give Fincher a girlfriend who's a murderer, and so that was just kind of frustrating to me because I was like, stop trying to lead us down this road because we know it's not her. And I honestly got tired of hearing the word to Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> they kept saying it over and over again. Like, I'm so tired of hearing this word. <laughs> while i was like we get it i can see that i did think it was kind of <laughs> interesting to see they gave almost all of these cases fincher like personal investment so you got to see a little character growth from him of having yeah. his girlfriend being investigated and him having to be told like you can't go there you can't be involved like it's too so that was that was pretty decent but <laughs> i know what you mean but mm -hmm. They they had the uh, family fun in this one was uh, we is so uh, Haley is is gonna meet Jonas's parents but it actually ended up just being his dad yes so I I don't know what happened with the mom but but anyway she meets the dad and his dad is retiring and he's just so not really enjoying retirement. <laughs> Right. it's just super fidgety super frustrating and that's when we get the one scene in her office when it turns out this this chair has been broken they're like favorite chair the first so, chair that I ever bought to decorate the office yeah oh. <laughs> and that must have been some intense therapy session if you're like breaking chairs and stuff like what yeah but uh <laughs> anyway so they meet and they have a dinner or whatever and they meet and then he ends up coming by her office and she gets him to fix the chair and it turns out he's long had this hobby of furniture making 
and woodworking, I guess. And so it's pretty cute because Jonas at the end, and also there's a, there's a, I thought it was pretty cute. He's his dad basically says at the beginning, like, I didn't like my job. I never liked, and it was, it was, it was a means to an end. I wanted to provide for my family. So I got a job, <laughs> but I never really enjoyed it. And so, and, and Jonas had never realized that, that his dad didn't like his job. And so he ends up getting this warehouse space so that his dad can make furniture and start this kind of new, new life. And that was cute. I thought I thought that was very sweet. And I it love was. that it was um, John from the Aurora Tea Garden movies. It was Aida's oh really old, okay yeah it was Aida's old. Well, they never got engaged because she was like, "I'm not marrying him." <laughs> but they were together for a long time, and I was excited to see him back in the mysteries. Yeah, I think I've seen him a bunch of Hallmark stuff. Yeah, that that was really cute and a, a neat kind of moment for Jonas to give back to his dad. I agree, and the only other part I really really thought was fun was at some point because they don't mention the calendar at all in the episode until he goes to <laughs> the food truck well, until he goes to he's in the hospital with Haley and they go to try and talk to um, the Lisa nurse character and she's like oh are you the doctor from the calendar <laughs> yeah <laughs> like uh, maybe she's like was that it was love you <laughs> Was the food truck, was that not when the girl was bugging them? That was in this one? That was in the next one? I think that was in the first one because that was part of the reason why Haley got a little jealous. Mm. Like, yeah. I'm like, girl, listen. I would have bought every single person I ever knew or ever was my enemy a copy of that calendar and been like, oh, hey, <laughs> there's my boyfriend. He's on a calendar. Yeah. Looking good. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so then we also had a little bit more going on with Paulina's story in this one. You had the parole right. hearing going on, <laughs> and uh, then you had uh, that you had Clayton's new wife was there, and then you have the victim's sister who is very, very bitter and upset, and. Right. Uh, and then you find out that he is getting parole. And so, of course, they're all very upset about that. And so there you go. And I I thought it was a pretty effective reveal when you when she's going up. Of course, she should never be going places by herself at night. Like, what is she doing? But she's going into the hospital. She's going up and she gets banged in the head and then yeah. the, the the killer steps on her on her phone uh, while she's talking to 911 i thought that was pretty good yeah. and then you see uh the ceo guy that's taped up and <laughs> roped up or whatever security is very lacking right. hospital <laughs> and we can just walk in at any hour, any hour and just go to any floor and be like hey what yeah. you doing no yeah. wonder people are dying right and left yeah <laughs> So I, I don't know. I think I probably will still give this one a 3.75, even though I have it ranked higher. Mm. I don't know. 
It's it's close. Uh, but I have it at number 13. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I have it at 13. I have it just after Just Add Romance and just before Bottled with Love. So Gotcha. Yeah. Well, so there we go. I gave it 3.25. That's fair. That's fair. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe 3.5. Somewhere around there. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Uh <laughs> Okay, last one is Haley Dean, Killer Sentence. And I was going to this very, with a very bad attitude. I was just like, oh, <laughs> they're just going to make it. I was certain that Lauren Holly's character was going to be bad. Like, it was going to, there was going to be some kind of, uh, that she was, that like Clayton maybe was really innocent and she'd been the one all along, or there'd been something like that, just like with the Chad Lowe arc. And right. I just felt like they were telegraphing that so much. And so my high regard for this one may maybe partly because I had such low expectations going into it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, this one has a shorter little summary. It's just Haley knows district attorney Paulina is innocent of the murder of a man she once put behind bars and must do all she can to prove in the face of mounting evidence. So this one, the the red herring. So what happens is is this uh, the uh, this guy Clayton Merrill. We start out, we find out he's been released, and uh, of course Pauline is very upset about it. And uh, we 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 definitely get some creepy vibes from this guy, but he has this wife and the sister in law is just like. I don't even want to think about him. He's awful. And uh, he has decided to write this book. And there is this book signing at the local bookstore that Haley runs into. And Maddie Finocchio is playing the head the the bookstore. And, and so she starts to read the book. And she's kind of like, I don't know. He wrote this book. <laughs> too flowery right. language or whatever for this Clayton Morrill guy and uh, so he he claims that he's standing behind his friend that uh, he uh, you know that he was wronged and uh, that he got too long of a sentence or something like that in this book and then you have this creepy neighbor of theirs that uh, next story says oh I was just uh, I was just going fishing and then he also has this video of Paulina watching Clayton Morrill's house and so that gives added suspicion on to Paulina when Clayton ends up dead they find him and and so she has the the the, the evidence how well did you think they did sort of mounting the evidence against Paulina I thought overall, overall, they did a great job in this on this episode, basically putting evidence against everybody. Yeah, but it was the most I thought in front of her because she has right. the 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 murder weapon in her car. <laughs> right, murder weapon, and she's distracted all the time. We knew going, we knew at the end of the second episode that she had been watching Clayton, so that was. You know, a nice tie-in. We thought at the end of the second episode when the murder murder was revealed, you know, that's it. And all of a sudden they do a quick 
cut to her staking out Clayton's house, and you're like, uh, what? So I thought mm-hmm. that was a great tie-in to get you prepped for the third episode. And so already you're suspicious already going into this episode because of how the second one ended. But yeah, between the the distractions, the losing important case files, you know, the Haley trying to reach out to her and saying, let's talk about this. I'm fine. It's over. Whatever. It's done. You know, and, and Paulina showing up at the murder scene when after Clayton gets murdered. Um, basically just wanting to see him, like see his dead body, like, okay, lady mm-hmm. creepy. You know, all of that, yeah, it was it was it was a lot. Um Yeah. Yeah, and you find out that the so they do a lot of interrogations with his new wife, and uh, you think that I don't know, she's pretty shady, and there's a whole scene where she Paulina sees them fighting. And right. so you think, oh, did she have motivation? And then you find out, no, she was just upset because of her reality show. <laughs> I mean, that was amazing. And I love how she was just like, I signed a non-disclosure. Like, I'm pretty sure if you're going to be arrested, like, it's okay to tell the authorities <gasps> that about your, like, non-disclosures only go so far. Like, huh. I think that you 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 tell your attorney you can tell your attorney something like that you can tell your you're getting interrogated for, you yeah tell. people think i murdered somebody so i should probably let them know that i was just trying to get on a reality tv show yeah, that day probably. I probably. Okay. that was funny Plus, the reality tv shows about your murdery husband that gets murdered and you might be the new murder suspect i'm pretty sure that they would be excited about it like yeah yeah, you're right. Exactly. And then <laughs> Amelia, the sister-in-law, she is like a gym teacher. And once the once Clayton gets murdered, she's happy. He's gone out of their life. She hates him so much. And but she starts to she misses therapy session and starts to do some kind of shady things. And then the big reveal is when there's like a charity clothes drive, and she gives the the shoes the sneakers uh which evidently paulina never wears a pair of sneakers in her life <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah so she's not a runner evidently but but anyway uh that yeah i mean scene, i'm sorry that is the only part that got me because i was like ma'am you would have checked those shoes i'm sorry but not just for blood just in general like if you're donating something yeah you do a once-over yeah. to make sure yeah. there's nothing creepy on it or nothing gross on it before you give it to somebody else. I think my girl would uh, turn oh, maybe I should get a little Windex <laughs> on that part. Agreed. Like, what? Okay. Yeah, I think you'd dump them in bleach or something. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. Like, in the dark, just, oh, these are good. Just throw them on the pile and, oh, blood? What? I don't know. <laughs> they also had a really weird subplot in this about uh, Paulina's uh, the the or I should say Clayton's. They had a really weird subplot in this about Clayton's attorney named Derek, who I a guess lot to unpack in this <laughs> whole episode. Yeah, it really was <laughs> that that uh, Derek had been dating Paulina, yes. and so he had literally like fabricated evidence and like done all of this crazy stuff because he, he didn't want to be beaten by her. Which is like crazy because she broke up with him. So she, he was really upset 
And like, you're not only getting disbarred for somebody like that, like you're going to jail. Like, right. this, it's this all is super like- normal. Like we broke up and now I must defeat you by any way possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. crazy. And then he, they claimed that then Clayton had blackmailed Derek because he found out about the falsification of evidence or something. Which is so then- random. <laughs> I know you're defending me and trying to keep me out of jail, but I'm going to blackmail you for free lawyering services yeah it is it was bonkers but whatever (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah i know i did too and so then uh you find out that amelia that when she finds out about the shoes she says oh i wasn't guilty i just really wanted this vase like like that was crazy too like (laughs) what I never heard of anybody having such a a prized vase and also the fact that her sister's key her spare key still worked for the house it's still just under <laughs> the like, flower pot yeah. just hanging out like he's been in prison for 10 years you're telling me they have the exact same key yeah <laughs> that was crazy it was ridiculous but whatever uh so yeah she wants to get this vase she goes over there and uses her spare key <laughs> goes in and he's dead and she is she doesn't call the police or tell anybody oh, okay. about it because she's because you could just anonymously call the police yep. you could literally use the phone in the house so i mean there's a a landline and just call and then leave right because she's like oh i was just relieved that he was gone so i thought he got what he deserved or what what it was crazy she didn't even get the vase she didn't even get the vase and all of that so (laughs) and then uh, we should talk about before we finish it up so the family fun in this one was really cute because first of all you have fincher trying to uh trying to like he says that he's doing something for his girlfriend, but he's he's really you know asking Haley all these questions. What kind of necklace should he get? What kind of things should he do? And uh, she's just like, "What are you? You know, what are you doing?" And then uh, Jonas says, "We need to celebrate our first date." But the problem is, is they both have different ideas of what their first date was. Was it the first time they talked? Was it the first time they kissed? Was it the first time? Different things going on. And so they, they end up not crossing paths several times. There's like three dates that they end up missing that were the same. And okay, I love my husband, but I don't remember the first time we went out. That was yeah. like 20 years ago. Right. There's a lot of dates to remember. I remember our wedding date and I remember when my kids were born. That's right. It. I'm tapped right. out. <laughs> well when you're new and in love it's it's maybe different i guess i don't know, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but it turned out that uh, that fincher was just kind of doing investigative work here for jonas trying to figure this all out which was really cute and uh, the the he uh at the end she ends up going and they finally makes the date and they have jonas has all of the 
the things they did on their various dates and surround he got the uh the <laughs> the hallmark candle yes the memo. hallmark approved candles yeah there was a million candles and he proposes which was super cool and she okay. says yes first of all can i just say in that moment when the candles appear the first thing i thought of was twinkle lights equals love yeah and i went to pull out my phone just to to tweet at you at hallmarkies pod oh my god twinkle. and then as i look up that's when i see him with the ring box rachel i'm not kidding when i say i legit went oh my god and i threw my phone down yeah. and i was like what i was so freaking excited because i did not guess that was going to happen at all whatsoever and yeah it was and i was worried because unfortunately they did kind of spoil it on home and family <gasps> that that was going to happen which was no, annoying yes I they showed that watch. scene but they didn't show what she said and so i was a little worried just because she had had you know a bet uh, thing happened to her fiance or something that they were going to drag this out and that we she wasn't going to say yes so i was uh, relieved that they she said yes but i was still annoyed at home and family Are you showing serious? that yeah, i'm totally serious okay it makes me sorry home and family it makes me glad i don't watch the show regularly yeah yeah it was really pretty irritating. that would have made me mad Plus, there were so many other fun parts of this yes. one you could have shown. What they could have shown a clip when they were, when um, Haley and Fincher were trying to figure out if they would think the other one had committed murder in certain circumstances. And yeah. they could have shown the scene where Haley was like, what if all the burritos disappeared? And yeah. he said, well, the, that emergency bur burrito burglaries. And I'm like, or desperate burrito. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, they could show that. Yeah. Don't because when you propose. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And this is not the oh. first time. Like last year, actually, I was really annoyed at how they spoiled Home and Fan on spoiled Haley Dean. I mean, it was way more obvious last year. But this is not the first time for the, one of these mysteries that they've showed really. Like ridiculous clip, but so okay. that's frustrating. I'm glad that I did not see it because I had no idea. I wasn't prepared at all because I mean they said I love you and I thought that was going to be the big couple moment of the series yeah. of the you know the three parter and I was like okay and so I think I had a little mini meltdown on Twitter because I couldn't stop saying oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> and then all I could think about was you know how Nancy Grace always comes in for those cameos all I could think about was that she would make a great really pushy wedding coordinator yeah if they wanted to do um like any part of the wedding in another movie or if she was the minister yeah the only him. weird part about the nancy grace stuff is that sometimes she is nancy grace right like she I love I mean, it. basically like she's the the yeah. hard-nosed reporter or whatever crime reporter and then other times she's She's like working at the food truck. Like, what's going on in this world? Right. She she must have like a secret twin in this this uh, <laughs> this reality. It. It's kind of funny, but anyway, she uh, Haley ends up passing the bookstore, and she ends up seeing the gone fishing sign that she had seen in the the neighbor, and the neighbor has been, and the neighbor has been. He's almost a victim 
like i thought he was dead at first but then turned out he wasn't dead he'd just been assaulted basically oh, yeah and- he was a murderer I, well, a little while I did Originally. think he was the murderer, but then yes. obviously, if he's getting right. attacked, and uh, and then also you have another red herring is you have this uh, this guy Alex who was the assistant DA. He's taking over Paulina's office, and he was kind of shady. Like, what's going on with him? And he fires her assistant, and he yes. kind of worked with someone to sort of frame he uh, worked frame with Derek her. the uh Clayton Morrell's lawyer Derek yeah and they was yeah like sabotage Paulina which I thought was a nice I mean not a nice I thought that was a pretty pretty fun little uh side plot like because he was real sketch from the beginning because when when he first shows up uh, Haley is like, oh yeah, we went to, we came up through the ranks together. Of course, here you are. Like you always said, you would be. And he was just a little like arrogant about it. Yeah, and kind of like. Mm. Well, and they and they sneak into his office. There's, I mean, this series, especially now that I'm talking it out, I'm like, this series has a lot. Of, like it's still very enjoyable. But I'm, there's been a lot of people that should be in prison. Yeah, <laughs> in this yeah. Series. He should be in prison. But uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so that was shady. Do you think, oh, did he do this just to set up Paulina? And, but anyway, she is there. She sees that the bookstore had the gone, same gone fishing sign from the neighbor. And so she goes and uh, the, uh, she goes to Clayton's house, of course, alone at night. <laughs> but she at least did, I think, tell. Fincher, I'm Fincher, going over she, to. And he was like, I'm on my way, and still she couldn't wait. No, of course not. And so he, he the the bookstore guy, he attacks her, and turns out he was in love with Clayton's wife, who Clayton killed, and so he uh, he was finally getting his revenge on Clayton, and uh, so there you go, and. She he was mad at Paulina because Paulina let him go early, and uh, Haley ends up hitting him over the head with the vase, and uh, yeah, that was a pretty fun little little sequence. I thought, yes. yeah, I thought in that scene when um, Haley finally gets in and sees um, Paulina tied up, and that Maddie. Um, Pinocchio, and I don't remember his character. I just called him no. the bookseller. Um, yeah, I just said, yeah, bookstore owner. The, book, the books guy. The book guy. Um, I thought he was incredible in that scene. He had this very panicked yet irritated, like, desperation. Like, no. I, you, God, you're screwing this up. I was supposed to just deal with her, and now you're here. And I loved her. I don't know. I just... Mm-hmm. you really blew me away that scene i thought it was great yeah so. it was it was really good and yeah. i was just so surprised i really was so surprised that it wasn't paulina i just thought for yeah. sure that's where they were going and i was so right. ready to be irritated uh but they they pulled it off and it ended up being pretty fun so i'm gonna give this one 4.25 uh crowns and i have it right now at number eight in my ranking that's pretty good yeah it's pretty high 
I know. It's pretty good. Yeah. So Hallmark I movie, Hallmark movies and mysteries is reeling you in, Rachel. They're reeling you in. They really are. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how long it lasts. I you know these <laughs> these rankings. I have it right now, just below Flip That Romance and just above Love Takes Flight right now. Hmm. So okay. there we go. Yep. <laughs> what will you give this one? I gave it 4.5 because I was super excited for that that proposal. Yeah, the proposal was great. It was yeah. really good. So there we go. We did it. We talked about yeah. the three Yay! <laughs> so thank you so much for yeah. taking the time to do this. This is really yeah. fun. And uh, so where can people find you online, social media, and all that fun stuff? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Girl Gone Hallmark. Great. And you can find me, Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media on Rotten Tomatoes and on iTunes and YouTube. Make sure you're following the podcast, Hallmarkies Podcast, all over social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please give us your ratings and reviews. If you're listening on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Give us your thumbs up. And if you'd like more access to us and more exclusive content, we would love if you would become a Patreon of the channel. We have uh, a whole Facebook group that you can become a part of where you can share your honest opinion. And we have a great time talking about everything Hallmarky and Rachel's reviews and everything going on. So it's a lot of fun. And so I'll have a link down to check out the Patreon uh, if you would if you are able, that would be great. So thanks so much, Lisa. This is really fun. And uh, yeah, we'll have to wait. Our next mystery is our picture perfect mysteries with the Penavegas coming up. And then we have a new mystery 101 for June. So we are also going to be having a feedback show coming up soon where we are going to answer your questions, talk about uh, your reviews of what you liked about the shows, what you didn't like, uh, the different guests that we have, the different things that we talk about. We would love to hear your feedback. You can send it to feedback at hallmarkiespodcast.com or message us on Twitter or we have a phone number where you can leave a voice message if you want and it's 1-801-855-6407. We'll talk, we'll talk again soon. Bye. Bye.